Hey, 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 it's your boy Von Sasan again with another um, episode of Startup Aria Show. If you haven't done so already, please check out startupariashow.com. And in there, you can find what find out what top five angel investors are saying about angel and real estate investing. This goes for the people on the back that really needs to hear it. Check out startupariashow.com. And actually, today we have a guest. His name is Adrian Chukliongi, and he's on here today. He's actually um, part of the Coast Guard, right? And he's also a syndicator, past investor, and uh, a man of God. So I can let him introduce himself right here. Yeah, of course, Yvonne. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited to kind of be here with you and and, uh, spend some time with you. I know we were just talking, you know, before the show started that I think this is the first time we're having a face-to-face that's it's fine yeah. good to finally do that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i appreciate you being here and uh one of the main reasons why i wanted to have you on is because um i i do have a few questions of myself and i'm sure that the audience will have those similar questions um just to give you a preface of who the audience is uh, um who they are is uh they're startup founders um angel investors and vcs that are looking to understand more of how they can diversify into real estate and you my friend are some form of expert and uh in talking about that right so that's kind of why i wanted you on and so at the beginning of all this um can you give us a little introduction of who you are what you do a little background absolutely so uh my name is Adrian Chukliangi. I'm the founder of St. Joseph's Capital, a commercial <clears throat> multifamily real estate syndication company, uh, you know, with the purpose of helping investors create new streams of tax advantaged passive income and preserving and growing their wealth. Um, we're assisting investors nationwide who are invest, uh, investing in real estate while also donating 50% of our profits to assist missionaries committing to sharing the hope and joy of the gospel with high school and university students on campuses on, around the globe. Um, I also have a, a podcast, the St. Joseph's Capital Podcast, uh, which is a collection of interviews um, with top experts in the real estate industry with a focus on the synergies between faith, personal growth, uh, impact creation, and real estate investing. Um, and just in, in addition to my involvement in the real estate industry, I'm a, a Catholic husband, father, and Coast Guard officer as well. Wow. That packs a punch there. And you doing impact investing is amazing. And so at the deepest core of all of these titles, all of that you've mentioned, why do you do what you do? Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is a huge question. You know, what is your why? What is your purpose? And yeah. I was actually just, I was just, to my wife about this um, this week it's kind of a theme um, and it, it kind of ties into our identity um, about who we are you know at our core right and and uh, you know I think it kind of ties back to what we were talking about on the on the pre-show Yvonne with um, mm-hmm. you know who we are and, and and for me you know understanding my role as a as a man as a husband uh, you know as a father um, yeah. and leading my wife family, you know, and sons really through, through life is, is a huge why. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's very connected to, to who I am as a man and, and you know, who we're called to be as most importantly as, as children of God. Right. And, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, that's definitely, you know, who we are and, uh, that purpose and that why, you know, comes from that and stems, you know, from that, uh, you know, because, 
God has such an amazing plan and vision for our lives. And, you know, I think it's our purpose to kind of to ask him, well, what is that, right? Well, what is that plan that you have for us? What is uh, your intentions for, for our lives, right? And so um, for me, it's really just, you know, living in that identity um, as that man, as that husband, as that father, as that child of God. Yeah, that, that's kind of why I look, look up to you because not only do I understand the cash flow and uh, I feel part of this, um, but like I'm missing that part of spirituality and connection of purpose for God, not necessarily mm. for my inner self, inner yeah. self itself. So how does, uh, since you are very much involved in the real estate realm, how does all of that tie into um, ca- being a cash flow investor for you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that being was life changing for me because I had never heard business being talked about um, in a certain way where you could actually use that cash flow that's generated, right? That that difference between revenue and ex- revenue and expenses, right? That cash flow, um, you know, to go fuel other things. Um, and it's like, okay, well, what if we use that cash flow? as fuel for the things that matter the most. Um, and, uh, so that's kind of where that mission comes from and how we, we can do those different kinds of missions that matter uh, with with that profit and with that cash flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how have you been applying that um, into your life? I know you talked about missionary and uh, putting funds into that in that regard. So you can talk about that. Sure. Um, you know, it really, for me, you know, when I was first drawn to real estate investing, it, it was uh, the parable from the uh, Gospel of Matthew, which is the parable of the talents, which talks about a master who entrusts three, three, different, uh, three different servants with a different number of talents, which from that time of day was a form of currency, right, or a form of money. And so the first one was given five, and he went out and produced five more. Uh, the second one was given two and went out and produced two more. And then the third one was given out one and then just kind of buried that one in the ground. And, you know, he ended up being admonished for doing nothing with that talent. And so that question there in the lesson really is like, well, what are we doing, you know, with what we're given? And, uh, you know, I had uh, a missionary friend of mine who approached me um, a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, I, my heart went out to him because he was asking for uh, financial and prayer, prayer, you know, prayer support. And so, you know, I was able to say, yeah, like I can, um, you know, help you pray, you know, pray for your mission and, and your ministry right. and, and, and the students that you're encountering on campus. Um, but it was really hard for me to, to commit to, uh, you know, the, the, that financial assistance, right, that he was looking for. And I just, my heart went out to him because I wanted to do more and I wanted to, to give more and to live a, you know, more generous life. And, uh, and so that's kind of, you know, during the time when I was learning about real estate and profit centers of real estate, learning, learning about cash flow, learning about appreciation, about leverage, about, you know, debt pay down and, and, and equity building up and all the different profit centers of real estate, but then also the different profit centers of, or additional profit centers of of commercial real estate, specifically with syndication, especially with the ability to to force appreciation um, mm-hmm. at a diff- at a different level. Because with commercial properties, the valuations 
are determined by the, the net operating income, right? The, the performance of the asset and how much cash flow is coming in. Um, and so understanding that literally cash flow is going to increase the value of the property was really just, uh, you know, such a huge mind shift for me to realize that, hey, we can 10x uh, the way that we serve the kingdom of God financially. We could uh, even 100x, you know, if we put our minds to it and use this tool of commercial real estate, of apartment syndication to, to advance the mission of the gospel, right? To help uh, missionaries be in the spot so that they can focus on the mission, so they can focus on encountering students and bringing Christ to them, right. um, you know, so that they aren't, you know, too worried about the, the, um, the funds that have to, you know, come in. So that's kind of where we're at, man. Dude, that's amazing. That's it's clear to me that impact investing, and uh, it's probably more than that. Uh, it's probably another word for it. God investing. I don't even know if that's a word, <laughs> but essentially that's what you're doing, and that's kind of what your organization at St. Joseph Capital is all about. Um, can you, like can you define your core values just so it's clear to the audience as to what it is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, integrity, you know, is the first one, and just having. Uh, you know, b business practice that is that is honest, uh, true, and just aligned with uh, you know uh, our word and what we say is you know going to going to going to be right. Um, Correct. Correct. You know, then another one is uh, generosity and serving serving all those that we serve, whether it's our tenants, um, whether it's our investors, our operators, yeah. uh, or our missionaries, or you know, whoever it is, uh, generously and to, and to give up self. I think one of the core values you also have is like truly impact investing over above all, aside from like the two that you've already mentioned. So that's definitely clear to me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, that is, you know, one of our, one of our values is, you know, trying to produce impacts for good and, and, you know, making the, making the world a better place. And I think with commercial real estate, there's so many avenues to do that, especially when you're executing the business plan. And I think sometimes we can reduce, um, you know, increasing um, our net operating income to just increasing rent. But in reality, like there's so many avenues to take, whether it's, you know, upgrading some of the units or, uh, improving operations in a way that decreases expen expenses or, um, you know, maybe having more efficient water fixtures uh, within within the different properties. And so, you know, those are just a few examples, yeah. um, you know, of, of creating small impacts that have, you know, larger, larger overall impacts at the end that can then, you know, be translated um, into, um, you know, financial freedom, for our investors, but also uh, being able to create um, a, that that ability to assist uh, missionaries who are serving, you know, on the on the battleground. No, that's so true. And one of the topics that I actually wanted to highlight was uh, as a I, I don't have any passive investments in real estate for now, but I am actively invested in it. But um, for the listeners out here that really, really, truly want to be part of a syndication or just invest in, um, let's say, St. Joseph Capital deals, I go by the framework of team, market, and then deal. So I've covered the team 
sort of, and it's core values. That's why you would want to invest in Joseph because you know your money is going. Not only the profit, not only will you profit from it, but also the money that actually comes out of it will actually go to um, a certain good for not only serving the man of God's kingdom, but um, serving other missionaries and high school boys, I believe. And so you are also a passive investor. You have invested in deals. Can you talk a little bit more about that and uh, why it matters to um, the passive investors that are coming into your to your journey as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love uh, the passive investing. You know, it's it's such a awesome hands off way to have the advantages of real estate while not having the the maybe the headaches or the 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 time demands that come with maybe dealing with tenants or yeah. or um, you know fixing toilets or or whatever it might be. Um, and so, you know, with my experience, so I, I ended up joining um, the Active Duty Passive Income or the ADPI um, yeah. community and education and, and mastermind. And um, I invested with um, you know, another member of, of the mastermind who, um, you know, was partnered with a, a significant or a team with a significant track record and experience. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned, um, you know, uh, deal market and um or excuse me team, team market. market deal and it's like such yeah. a good good framework to look at because um that those are the the different um items uh the different factors of an investment that you're looking at right like, okay who's the team who is yep. who is behind the deal that's going to make this happen that's going to execute the business plan you know who are we trusting our capital to and right. what is what does their track record look like right um and then also market right like everyone knows with real estate, it's location, 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 right? It's like, <laughs> you know, where, where are you putting your money and where is this property at? You know, what, what are the different, uh, uh, you know, economic factors within that market and within that sub-market? What, what kind of job growth are we looking at? What kind of industries are, are, are in that market? What kind of um, migration patterns, you know, are we seeing in trends? So mm -hmm. those are, you know, a huge, huge, huge factors as well. And then uh, you look at the property, both the actual physical building, right? Like what kind of renovations do we got to look at? What kind of problems do, are we trying to address, you know, with our business plan, but also on the financial side, there are a lot of assumptions being made Correct. in the, in the, in the underwriting and the, the, the projection modeling that, yep. that goes into it. And so, you know, what kind of assumptions, how, you know, how conservative, how, maybe aggressive are, are those assumptions and how, um, you know, how are we going to address those things? And so those are some different, you know, key factors, I think when you, um, you're looking at passive investments. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's definitely a good starting point, but there's, you know, definitely, uh, some deep due diligence that, that can occur right. when you're, <laughs> when you're connecting with, with operators and seeing what kind of investments opportunities make sense. So, no, that's a great point, and I appreciate you diving down into that. And one of the questions that most passive investors are probably asking right now is, man, what are we going to do with the, the economic conditions now, inflation happening? And not, not just economic, by the way, like the political conditions, right? So yeah. right now, um, how are you protecting the downside for these investors, or how would you if you haven't done so already? Yeah, it's such a great question. I think, um, you know, just just kind of mentioning what we just talked about, but 
um, the financial uh, underwriting that goes into these kinds of projects. Um, you just have to, you know, be mindful of the assumptions that you're making and, um, you know, build in those um, project from certain scenarios that may occur that have a negative impact on your original plan, right? You already know that um, we're going to put a plan forward, but there's going to be things, events, uh, you know, economic situations that are going to happen. It's like, okay, well, how are you prepared to handle that? And I think it really comes down to uh, the different underwriting assumptions, um, you know, that are being made and um, just making sure you have a proper, you know, expense ratio going into it, um, looking at the cash flow and, um, uh, make, you know, ensuring that you're uh, being conservative on, you know, the, the rent growth and, and how much you can actually increase that over time and, um, you know, see, you stress test the financial analysis, right? So um, what uh, what is the break-even occupancy? What, you know, if it's, if it's uh you know 70 percent or so well that's you know what is what is the past uh 12 months of rent look like and how can we ensure that we're going to stay above that break-even occupancy and you know how confident are we going to be in that and just uh, you know some of those different assumptions are going to be a huge factor um you know when pr protecting the downside right because um, like we've been talking about before and i think it's kind of the theme of your show is cash flow right you want to make sure that these bad boys are going to cash flow um, as, you, as you move forward with 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 these opportunities. That is that is exactly right. Um, from IPO to cash flows, but uh, I think someone already owns that IP, so I can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say cash flow unicorn. Uh, unicorn is in the startup realm. What it means is uh, one one billion dollar evaluation. And if we're talking real estate, it's essentially if um, I had an equity position and it went hundred x times, and now it's a unicorn so um but thank you for that um i really appreciate that and actually you 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 read some points there in which to me it just sounds like uh, the way that i'm understanding is like it comes down to your level of education and knowledge in regards to that not only that but being associated with people that actually have the track record so you don't have to make the same mistakes um that's kind of why i partnered with someone that has a better track not better that has like 100 steps in front of me um uh uh track record essentially because i don't want to try to making those mistakes again especially if i'm being a good steward of the money and capital and the reputation of my organization or your organization right so Absolutely. um it really boils down to education that's kind of why i'm broadcasting this stuff because this is the way from not only for me to have uh mba like a master's in business administration for real estate but also to actually ask uh, the tough questions that not a lot of people are willing to answer because it's not sexy. Um, that's what this platform allows me to do. And it also puts out that you or the guest speakers are experts in a particular field. And then, of course, that just gets broadcasted out and educate more people. That way, it impacts more people. And hopefully, they um, uh, it's a win-win situation if they do try to partner up, right? And uh, yeah, um, I really appreciate you being here. One more question I do have is what advice would you give as your two cents to any angel investor that's looking to start with your organization and trying to understand yours? Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Um, you know, I would say uh, to understand our 
our business, St. Joseph's Capital, is the best way would just be to check out our website, um, get to get acquainted with us, and um, you know we have a new uh, introduction to real estate investing course that we just produced. And awesome. if, if you're looking to get educated with uh, passive real estate investments, uh, it's definitely a good good start. There's there's a lot of different tools out there, but uh, I think that's one thing we're excited to do is is educate. Uh, other investors on on getting started with with commercial real estate and right now specifically multifamily. Awesome, awesome. And uh, how can people reach out to you? Yeah, so in addition to the website stjosephscapital.com, uh, I am available on LinkedIn. It's definitely mm -hmm. been a, a great place for me to to meet new uh, entrepreneurs, investors, and and other folks in the industry. So um, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. So just to, to be clear out there, um, that would be <coughs> www.st for Saint and then josephscapital.com. Is this correct? Just, just wanted to make sure. I'll put it in the show notes just to make sure. Yeah, thanks so much, Yvonne. Yeah, no problem. Well, Adrian, I really, really appreciate you being here on the Startup by React show. Um, is there anything you Final last words that you may have before I end the stream. No, I just uh, had a fun time being here with you, Yvonne, and, and glad to connect. And thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> you know what's amazing is that when I actually get, have a t have time and set up a time where I'm talking to genuine people and actually having a genuine conversation. And this is, I'd say, one of them for sure that I cherish the most. So thank you for being on, and uh, I'll end the stream now. All right, take care, Yvonne.